Hey everybody, welcome to Rebootleggers. This is a comedy podcast. Is it a film podcast? Could we call it that? We've done TV. We've done TV too. A film and television podcast even. Either way, it's a podcast where we do reboots of things. I'm your host, Scott Owen. I'm your other host, Frank Sarah. I'm talking like your uh, guests in my home who were just meeting for the first time. Do you want some? Do you want some tea? What can I get you? Why don't you just have, do take your have... shoes off though? Don't walk in that room though. I've I've vacuumed the carpet in the perfect pattern that I want, and if you mess it up, uh... you're a harsh. You're a harsh host. I'm someone's grand. I'm like a grandma. Like a like the the couches have plastic. Do you have a pope room? A pope room? Yes, a room that no one can go in in case the pope because in case the pope visits, it's got to be perfect. Couches with plastic, maybe an ar- an armoire with like nice plates displayed. I've never ever ever in case the pope visits. In case the pope or the president, as long as he's Republican. Is this a thing that people used to worry about? Yeah, yeah. I, well, is this what your I, grandma worried you about? You know, the pope's not going to visit, but it's for. It's not for the children. It's like leaving an empty seat for Jesus at Easter. Yeah, exactly. Or like pouring one out for, for the dead, for your, for your for, dead, for, for, your, for, your, for your boys, compatriot. for the dead boys, for the boys who can't be with us. Mm-hmm. It's a plastic covered love seat. Yeah, I've seen that those you can't for sit sure. In, in and the carpet, the, pope. the carpet is of course pink. Mm-hmm. It's and always at least like a two inch shag. Kelly's grandparents, Kelly, my wife, you know her, my wife Kelly. She, I I do. She has uh her grandparents' house is right next to her house, uh her home, her childhood home. And when we go visit, we go there sometimes and I walk into that house and I instantly get sleepy. Like you just walk there's in. a musk. It's just like <laughs> there's a musk, but it's also just like it's like 5 degrees warmer than most houses. So you just walk in and it's just like suddenly you're blanketed. Oh, that, that would put me out. Yeah, it's just, you get so sleepy in that house and I just want to sleep every time I'm over there. That's how they get you. Yeah, and then they get me. And then uh mm-hmm. but I I and won't let them. Your 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 pockets are just stuffed with chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> chocolate chip cookies and you're uh, and you wake up and you're holding a Tupperware of like t- three dinners worth of food and um peppermint patties at that house there's a lot of peppermint mm-hmm. patties which i i love so it a, works an andy's me. mint under your tongue while you're sleeping <laughs> i think that would be really unpleasant to wake up to just like a s- any foreign object no matter how delicious yeah well especially because the chocolate would be weird and like melty under your tongue and it probably mm. would have like drooled out of your mouth a little bit oh so it's just like all over you. Anyway, speaking of old people, we're gonna reboot yeah. the Brendan Fraser classic, The Mummy. Speaking of a five thousand year old people, hey, Yo. this movie uh, very clearly had a lot of love for the old Indiana Jones movies, mm-hmm. all the way up to its uh, misogyny, where you just kind of like if a woman doesn't do what you want her to do, you just pick her up, throw her over your shoulder, and then throw her into a bedroom and then lock the door. Uh, and now we are going to say, yes, there was the 1932 The Mummy with Boris Karlov. Yeah. The Mummy 1999. It's is, technically a reboot, but it's a little different. Yeah, uh, the, Mummy 1999, the Mummy 1999 has like 10% of the story in common. It's a really different movie. Yeah, and it's kind of weird that nobody's tried an, another reboot since 1999. Yeah, yeah. Like, you'd think the they franchi- would. So the, the, it was a nine-year franchise, right? The latest, The Mummy, Dragon King, Smash, whatever it was called. That was like 2008, 2009, something like that. Oh, yeah. Tomb of the Dragon so Emperor, was, 2008. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like a nine, ten year 
window where it was just mummy town 24 7 i guess i'm glad that no one's touched it in the past 10 years because i think that's too short of a time for a reboot i'm just surprised no one's right now now here this is the 20 year anniversary of the mummy oh it is we're doing it time to open the vault i'm just surprised like you'd think this movie's just ripe for like a blockbuster big name actor Mm -hmm. to come in and like do something someone tall Someone tall, someone tall to come and reboot this movie, and no one's done it. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? And special effects have gotten so much better. Oh my gosh! In two thousand four, Universal Pictures opened up a roller coaster called Revenge of the Mummy, mm-hmm. and there's been novelizations of the film and its sequels. Yeah, it it was huge. People had people had mummy fever. Why was this movie so big? Is it Brendan Fraser's big chin? Oh, have you have you looked the man in the face? I've looked him in the face. He's got uh, uh he's got a charm. Like to we've him. all seen George of the Jungle. I forgot he's George of the Jungle. I don't think I've actually seen and George here, of the according Jungle. According to the Wikipedia, which may or may not be one hundred percent accurate, Brendan Fraser was chosen for the mummy because of his George of the Jungle performance. Wow. Can George of the Jungle talk? He can. He just talks like a caveman. Talks like caveman. He's also in that movie about the guy who like lived in the bunker, because uh, he. Peter Fraser was in a lot of movies. Yeah, and he was also in Scrubs, a couple times. It was a really good, a really good character arc in Scrubs. Yeah. Now, Mummy, the Mummy, I imagine was big for its uh, special effects. It's 1999 special effects. Yeah. And CGI. Well, I guess, yeah. Its budget was eighty million. The Matrix would happen around the same time, and the Matrix, yeah. Nobody, the Matrix really broke the mold. This one's got like a CGI skeleton mummy, and it's like, oh, he's not that spooky because his eyes get all big. Mummy, yeah. He's scared of cats. The mummy, yes, because they are holy creatures. Because they are the guardians of of the underworld, which I kind of wish they would have done more with, but they didn't. And then there's, like, a scarab at some point. There's oh, lots there's of scarabs, of and they eat your face and your They're, body. There's Scarabs ones, are sky piranhas. There's ones that just eat your flesh and eat you up until you're just, like, a, a skeleton. And then there's ones mm-hmm. that um, you, one of them will bear, burrow into your skin, and then it will run around underneath your skin and go up to your head. And, and then that CGI is also not amazing. It's not amazing. Uh, so, Brendan Fraser, he's, like, a guy... He's an army guy? I think he's just a, like, treasure hunter guy. He's in like, the, in the beginning think, of the movie, he's, he's like an army guy. He's like a captain and a, or a sergeant and a garrison. Here we go. He's in the French something. Foreign Legion. That's right. Ah. So then they're, like, defending something, and then they run away from the, the city. It's like a, a legendary city called Hamunoptra, which I guess there's supposed to be a bunch of treasure mm-hmm. there. Where and there's a fair there's a, a mummy who dead who dead there he dead who de- the mummy the mummy is dead there Pharaoh yeah. Seti the first Pharaoh Seti the first killed him is not the mummy yeah killed him he killed then Imhotep, Imhotep his Imhotep. priest because his priest loved the Pharaoh's mistress and like he is just getting killed for love isn't that how it always goes he just loved he just he was just in love so then uh Imhotep who is he he was the pharaoh's like high priest so it was like a whole betrayal yeah. thing. Yeah. So he gets buried alive in a sarcophagus. Yeah. And that was in like 1300 BC. So now it's uh what it's like the 1920s, right? It's like Yeah, 1926, 1926. Yeah. yeah, so then the if you open So then well, there's they, a book. There's a book, the book of the dead, and there's also the book of life. 
but they they find the book of the dead and they find the mummy and they read they they, they read they read the book of the dead they read the book of the dead which summons the mummy and then there's like like, give me the mummy to life you are cursed now and for some reason they actually read the whole thing out loud like yeah they they don't stop when it says like this curse will kill you well and the guy shouts like don't read the book and then they read the book and then there's like four other american explorers who open a box and it says like whoever opens the box the mummy will chase them and take their organs and regenerate himself so it's like them protecting these four guys who each one by one get eaten. And then as they get eaten, the mummy becomes less skeletony. But his mouth does still unhinge his jaw. Yeah. And, and he like, ah, there's like scarabs coming out of his mouth. Yeah. And he can make his face into into sand. Into sand. He can make the sand into his face as he like chases people. And then they, remember they made a cartoon of this show, of this movie? They made a cartoon and the cartoon was not bad. It was, uh, for some reason, they're all blonde. They made Brendan Fraser blonde, and I'm like, why? Like, why? It was a WB Kids, right? Yeah, everybody's got to be blonde. It's also, uh, a, uh, I think it's a BBC show. Oh. That also came to WB Kids. But yeah, it's it's about it's about a mummy, and the the kid is plucky, and he's just like, ha. Huh. Uh, let's get let's get into the first segment though. What mm-hmm. what are we talking? We're talking about um, love it or leave it. There it is. Love me or leave. This is where we talk about what we like and what we don't like. I was gonna say I don't like the weird slapstick comedy, but maybe I do like it. It's very nineties. You see the the slapstick. That's George of the Jungle. Mm. Brendan Fraser is the king of making you laugh and then pivoting and making you fall in love with him. <laughs> and I don't actually know if there's a modern actor we can get to pull that off um hmm make me and we can talk about that later now wouldn't making me laugh also just make me fall in love with him i mean maybe is it maybe i mean what about the ryan reynolds the ryan reynolds could be good we're getting ahead of ourselves we are getting ahead of ourselves we're uh, obviously keeping mummy we gotta obviously keep keeping a mummy book of the dead we gotta keep a now the mummy. book of the dead doesn't have we have to keep a mummy are there more than one not in this this, this one's called the mummy do we want to make it mummy. a mummy? Do you want to make it some mummies? Some mummies. Do you remember the other cartoon, Mummies Alive, where it's about mummies who are now... Holy <laughs> crap, do I remember Mummies Alive. Mummies resurrected in the modern day, but they're all still oh kind of gross, God. but they've got superpowers for some reason. Mummies Alive was basically a reskin of gargoyles. Yeah, basically. But also, it was still pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I remember good. it is pretty good. I'm not going to go look at it now and ruin it. No, I am sure the full unedited series is on YouTube because no one is protecting this. Okay, so we're going to keep at least one mummy. Let's Maybe we'll talk about at it. At least one mummy. We'll put, a, we'll put an asterisk on that. I'd like to get rid of the casual misogyny because it's just like... Obviously. And look, the 1920s are fine. Do we want to bump it up? Ooh. How would a mummy use a cell phone? These are questions that I have. Ooh, ooh, right. And they've never done like a modern day mummy movie. No, before. they haven't. I don't think anyone's ever done that. No. So maybe we do that. So we'll still make it. We're, we're keeping slapstick. We're keep. We're getting rid of misogyny and your misogyny. All, all of our misogynies. Um, and Mister Ogyny, get it? Mm. I guess. I mean, I like the treasure hunting angle. It's a. It's a little unclear. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but they're trying to go find treasure at this mythical city, but he keeps telling them there's evil there, and they're like, I don't believe in evil. 
the lady who is instantly the love interest, like kind of annoyingly mm-hmm. so. Like they look at each other once and suddenly they're like interested in each other for the rest of the movie. She's like, her thing is that she's very clumsy, which is for the longest time it seems like clumsy was like the only thing that movies knew how like would do with a woman yeah. character to like make her seem interesting your classic mandy moore drew barrymore yeah just like oh she's clumsy like and i don't really understand why that was the thing but what if what if what if uh she's not clumsy now huh yeah 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 now here's the thing this is a movie about egypt go on and there's only cats like once. Twice. There's only cats like twice. Yeah. We need more cats. I agree. Way I want more to, cats. I would like to deal more with the fact that cats are... Um... Like, the first time that the pharaoh mummy... He's not the pharaoh. The first time that the mummy mm-hmm. sees a cat he like, and like stops His eyes people, basically pop out of his head. But they don't. Why would you not go and buy like a dozen cats? Right. So then the next time he shows up, Brandon Fraser runs into the room holding a cat and he's like, hey, I've got a cat. And the mummy goes, ah, and he runs away. Here's the thing, though. He's only afraid of the cats until he fully regenerates. Supposedly. We never see a cat again. Oh, see, but they can at least push that advantage. I want kind of imagine here. Imagine if you were wearing Mm -hmm. a like a baby Bjorn shoulder mounted scaffold. With many cat trees <laughs> coming off of it at various angles. You'd have to be a big old... It's like a mech suit, but made you would of have, cat Yes, exactly. A, a cat a cat play tower mech suit. They're called cat condos. Okay. A cat condo mech suit. Yeah. And when the mummy sees it, he would just poop scarabs So we could have a scene where... You know the standard scene where just like close shots on guys like... Uh, pumping shotguns and velcroing uh-huh. things to themselves and like shoving guns into holsters and then you see them just like strapping cats onto themselves yeah well i want to be clear that the cats will not be harmed Ca- cats will not be harmed okay 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 so i want the opening shot of this movie to be like a, a special everyone got your cat and like they're all just holding a cat they won't even say it it'll just be like a special <laughs> forces like gearing up but they're all like pairing up with cats as well and everyone's mm-hmm. like what why do they got cats What's you've got on? mittens yeah you've got gingerbread yeah <laughs> So I guess it's it like, is modern day. We're we're putting it in modern day, because nineteen twenties is like. Ugh. Do we want to keep any cats? Yeah. Here's the thing. They say that the ten plagues of Egypt will follow the mummy wherever he goes, but we only see two, maybe three plagues. We are gonna cram all ten. I want to see all ten plagues. So we, wait a second. Yeah. Wait a. That's yeah. not how that. In the Bible. Yeah. God made the Christian God, the 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 the, the Hebrew God. Yeah sent the plagues to Egypt as punishment. The Pharaoh had no ability to bring plague. Well, this is the priest who has now been cursed by Egypt. And maybe he maybe the plagues like got up into him cuz presumably he was dead in the ground during the plague time. I don't know. Okay. Was 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 Pharaoh Seti the first before or after Ramesses? Uh It's okay if you don't know. <laughs> right after. Right after. Ramesses was his father. Oh, really? Ramesses the first was his father. I'm not sure which one is the biblical Ramesses. I think Ramesses the first is ah shit. Ramesses the second is the Bible one. I think so. That's his. So Seti's his dad. Oh yeah, I know that from Prince of Egypt. 
What? This guy, this the pharaoh in this movie is the one from Prince of Egypt now, voiced by Patrick clear, Stewart. Now, to be clear, the mummy is not the pharaoh. No, but the pharaoh is Patrick Stewart pharaoh. <laughs> from the Prince of Egypt. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's it's all there. It's all there. Okay, okay, okay. What if, what if at some point our main character... Oh, because the mummy is Imhotep. He's not... He's not Pharaoh. He's not Pharaoh. But this means that Imhotep saw the plagues happen because his Uh, the Pharaoh he served was Ramesses the Second's dad. Oh wait, no, never mind. No, he didn't. Dad. Okay, so he was dead in the ground. He was dead in the ground before the plagues. He was dead when the plagues happened, and just plague juice got in the. Plague juice got in him, and now he can control the plagues. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he only does. I think he only does three, maybe two, two, maybe three plagues. We see locusts, we see blood, and then I think it's either locusts again or it's the flies. I think flies was a separate plague from locusts. We're going to do them all. uh, All, maybe all in a row. I have no idea. I'm going to officially move us into segment two called When and Where. Because that's where we talk about setting and genre, which we're clearly already talking about. Okay, so real quick, I just want to go through. I want to go through, if you don't mind, the if you're cool with this, do you mind if I talk about the plagues of Egypt? Absolutely. Yes, do it. Okay, plague one, water into blood, number one. Now, mm-hmm. is that a plague so much as it was just, I thought that was just Moses was like, hey, look, I can do this. I guess it was. Well, so the, 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 the Nile River was changed to blood and like all the fish died and stuff. Oh, just in Prince that of Egypt, like, he does that it was for the, like 10 seconds and then he puts it back. Yeah, yeah. No, this was like, it like ruined their water supply. Got it. With the staff in my hands, I'll strike the water of the Nile. It will be changed into blood. The fish will die. The river will stink. <laughs> yeah. Get that stank river. Okay, so water into blood is number one. Number two, frogs. Just frogs everywhere. Just frogs. frogs. Just frogs. Now, this is like a thing. Now, here's the thing. See? Oh, you, you you got it. You got it. You've heard of the, frog toward the frogs raiding from the sky? Oh, What no. were you going to say? This is a thing that has happened in real world in a few places. Just like, especially in like tropical areas, just like frogs will suddenly start falling from the sky. And the going theory is just that like there will be like big storms that just whip up a bunch of frogs and then take them <laughs> miles and then drop them on somewhere where there aren't frogs. Horrifyingly, this also sometimes happens with large groups of spiders. Oh, no. Yeah. I have a new nightmare. Yeah. But so there's frogs and the third being uh, uh, lice, gnats, uh, like like pests yeah basically. biting insects so, so the, you just bring the it. biting insects now it is interesting that it is right after frogs because you would think the frogs would have a field day yeah now this is from the bible the frogs will go up on you and your people and all your your officials the frogs are gonna go now, up on me is going up on a person as <laughs> is it sexual well no i don't think i think it just means like the frogs will step to them they okay. The frogs will front on the people. Yeah. The frogs will challenge you to like dance. Like they they'll be all like it's on, and then you gotta do like break dancing in the streets. The frogs will challenge you to step up. So there was so the the beginning is is pretty is is a pretty basic man versus nature. Water turns to blood. There are frogs. There are biting insects. There are stampedes of animals. Yeah. So <laughs> Wikipedia calls that plague for a mixture of wild animals. Now, if we're just going by the title, it's just like, I don't know. It's the general. It's just like a bowl so full a of animals. A swarm of harmful beasts. 
Yeah. Um, and and then they all get diseases. D- the diseased beasts. That's number five. Yeah, disease. Well, the diseased livestock is all your livestock will die. So, yeah, so you, you don't get at. You don't have water. You don't eat. So the the f- number four was creatures capable so far, of harming yeah, so livestock. Up through five is just economic collapse yeah but then get ready because we're coming for your body with number six the boils the oh boils was in was in the movie in the mummy the, his uh he he like mind controls people and they all get boils all over them so that you can like very easily so differentiate which controlled. ones are evil yeah, <laughs> yeah. um this number seven this is the cool one a thunderstorm of hail and fire yeah now that's just fireballs flaming the hammer the hammer yeah yeah he's just bringing the hammer uh number eight locust that one's that one's also economical and then number nine they darkness eat. for three days do you think that's just like a very long so in the movie it's a solar eclipse that does not move yeah i mean i wasn't there the sun does not happen it's like you're at the wrong pole yeah and then death of firstborn is number death 10 unless you put that lamb's blood over your over your thing. Okay, so now we got to translate these into power. I mean, obviously, most of these are just summons, right? He can summon frogs. Yeah. He can summon locusts. I, like, one, two, three, four. Four of these are just summons. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, fire, lightning and fire, well, he just shoots those out of his hands. Yeah, those are just, those are, those are your, those are your attack spells. Um, so then I guess, like, he, livestock within a radius of him gets sick. Do people within a radius of him get the boils, or does he have yeah, to so apply the, the, the disease boils? livestock and the boils? I think it's like if he he if can just he turn like, them on and off. If he uses like an evil command on you, like so yeah. he like he like pets a dog and he says bite people, and then it also gets diseased, but then does what he yeah. The mummy like taps a person on the shoulder, and now they and got he says boils. like give me your credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> And then they you do really that, and then they that one, huh? covered in boils. <laughs> I was just going off the dome. I didn't know what I was going to say <laughs> until I said it. I do like the idea that Imhotep was buried alive in a sarcophagus, but awake and knows what credit cards are. Yeah, very much. Yeah. He's been keeping up. He's been keeping up. Um, how so does the, the 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 big two, the the two that we need to figure out are the three days of darkness and the death of the firstborn. Yeah. So maybe the darkness just happens once he is awake. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like a he evolves it's an omen. and then everything goes dark and i think i think it's that's yeah. paired with there's three days of the darkness then the deaths of the firstborn that's what happens when he ascends and stops being a skeleton just all the firstborn instantly die or does he like can he only it rolls out from him in a physical wave so that we can have a dramatic moment where like oh, they geez. stop it before it gets because naturally our main character is going to be a firstborn natch yeah. Okay. So then it's modern day, and the genre is. is we would still want to be very slapsticky, though, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like an adventure comedy. Like a yeah, like a. I don't want to say comedy horror because it is like like adventure and it can like an adventure movie. Yeah, like Indiana Jones. But we got jokes. We got jokes. But okay. also there is the scary scarab stuff, and we have good CGI now. We got great CGI. Okay. Let's move on to segment three, which we like to call Who Can It Be? Who can it be now? This is where we talk about characters and casting. So who are my characters, Frank? What's the guy's name? I think it's Rick O'Connell. It is Rick O'Connell. Rick O'Connell, played by Brendan Fraser. 
I want him to be played by, I mean, who are you thinking? We already discussed Ryan Reynolds. We did he, it now, but here's the real question. Should we, should we use should modern sh- Brendan? Should oh, I like where you're Frazier. going with that? I'm just wondering, should we not Brendan Fraser modern family? Oh, should we use our Dylan and or Cole on, on Rick O'Connell? Oh shoot. To get those Sprouts boys in there. Can I haven't seen much of Riverdale. Can our boy do drama? He oh dude, Riverdale is all drama. Maybe he plays the mummy. One and one. Maybe our boy Cole Sprouse is the mummy and his brother Dylan is thing. Brendan Fraser. There's something to be said for kind of the undertone that acting with someone you already know brings to the Yeah, they got that chemistry. To the camera. So we we get we get uh uh Cole is who is is in Riverdale, right? Cole is in Riverdale. So he's uh he's Imhotep. he's gonna be Imhotep. Imhotep. Right? He's, he's he's gonna bring the brood. And then our our boy Dylan's gonna be posted against him. But there's gonna be that kind of undercurrent of like in real life we're brothers and this is What if uh, I'm I'm a little concerned about casting a white guy as an Egyptian priest. We don't ever see any real body right you might i think you see where i'm going i think maybe the mummy clones rick o'connell's body oh yes so dude so then he's got a modern day body yeah that works because his body's all skeletony and gross and i need skin flesh but i can't make my own i can't make i can only i can only do boils what if we just got brendan fraser to play imhotep in the flashbacks. Uh, well, no, because then he'd be... A, no. Hmm. We could just get Cole, I guess. We'll just get Cole. And he steals He steals Rick O'Connell's body, but he, like, he doesn't steal it. He just makes a second one based on his. Yeah. But he's got black hair instead of... He copies blonde, him. Brown, whatever it is. Yeah, copies him. He copies and him. And what if, what if Brendan Fraser plays a, an old, old man who... Used to be when... an adventurer. A tired old adventurer. Yeah, and he he when they find the book of the dead, he's like, "No." He's like, "Ah, not again." He looks right at the camera and he goes, "Not again." He goes, "Ah, beans." <laughs> Just right at the camera. And he his name is George. His name is George Youngle. Youngle. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, George Youngle. Uh, Dela Youngle. Yes. A la Youngle? E- either way. Okay. Okay. Other characters in this. We've got Evie, the librarian, and her brother, Jonathan, who is a rich guy. They're both rich, but Jonathan's like, I. His, he's like, I want to just get all the money. I want to purchase the sarcophagus, please. I want the money, but I'm like, a, he's, got a, he's got a good heart. He's just like a, a Nancy boy is kind of what they're mm-hmm. going for. So... I. <laughs> Do we just get the rest of the Riverdale cast for this? Wholesale? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. We just take Lily Reinhardt. She's Evie. Just boom, boom. And boom. then uh, KJ App, Appa. I never know if it's Appa or Appa. It's APA. How do you say that? I don't. I don't know. His name's KJ, and he's he's gonna be Jonathan. And there we go. And now they're and now they're in the boom. movie. And Eric Avari returns as curator of the museum. He will be the curator of the museum, who is secretly working for the Magi, who try to protect the ancient city and prevent anyone from getting there and awakening the mummy, which they do a very bad job of. Yeah, they're 
they're bad. At one point, they like raid the explorer's camp and like start killing people, and then they stop and say, "You have one day to leave. Otherwise, we'll come back and otherwise you'll all die." And then in that one night that they leave, they wake up the mummy. Like the magi should have just killed wow. all of them. They're very bad at this. Uh, and then the magi guy I think is in the other movies too. But so at the beginning of the movie, Eric Avari lights the map on fire accidentally but when he did you it, can't find the mummy i was like oh he did that on purpose and then later he's like i work for the magi and i did it on purpose all right let's get to that final segment called what's going on, what's going on? What's going on? this is where we talk about the plot i need to know i need to know what the plot is so we're modern day mm-hmm. why are Rico- they why are these yeah, special so- cat forces in egypt the feet, the feline order of Egyptologists. Egyptologists. If they're they armed with them. cats, they're gonna be Egyptologists, right? They yeah. know what they're getting into. Well, I think they work for the Department of Egyptology. These are just soldiers, you know. They don't. These they are just these are orders. these are special. Shoot, hold on. These are meowshal forces. Mm. You see what I'm trying to do? Special feline special. The problem is that special forces has nothing to work with. These are elite, elite soldiers. Here's here's here. Why? Uh, so are they going in because they know the mummy's in there and they're like trying to get him out? Are they trying to go kill him? If they're armed with cats, this is a world where magical mummies are. Yeah, that's what I was gonna considered. say. This is a world where magical mummies are. Are they just around? Is this a world where lots of mummies what if are? What O'Connell is the new guy, and he's like he accidentally screws up what should be a routine. Oh, and he releases the mummy in a world of some yeah. mummies. So these are routine decursings, but Imhotep is yeah, 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 the yeah, mummy. So they go in and they're like, "Hey, we got this. We got this temple. We got some. We got a couple mummy sightings. We're gonna go in and shut them down." And then he accidentally lets out the mummy. So then Rick O'Connell, new guy, finds the book of the dead, and he goes, hey, what's this? And he starts reading. And then Brendan Fraser goes, no. And then Imhotep gets up. Oh, great, because Brendan Fraser is the grizzled old uh, elite forces guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's got an eye patch, and he's like, damn it, Johnson. Okay, so then the mummy gets out, and he starts just plaguing all over the place, throwing frogs at people. And the frogs the frogs do go on you. They, 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 well, they go up you. They go up on you. Hang on, now i got to read They the go one. up on now you. I gotta, they will go up. Yeah, they go up on you. <laughs> They go up on the you. frogs are going up on people, and that's really unpleasant. The people are just trying it's to mind their business, well. and the frogs just start fronting. Does the mummy like take out everyone but Rick O'Connell right off the bat? Oh, Rick gets out. Maybe okay. That's when the mummy takes his body. The mummy clones his body, and then the rest. Oh. He's like, "You will do," and then he clones his body, and then Rick gets out before he can kill him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "I gotta go. I gotta stop." I gotta stop all these frogs from getting going up on people. Because mm-hmm. up to this and point, if, the frogs and, and up to this point, just the aggressive frogs is the only plague we've seen. Just the and very rude frogs with their mm-hmm. low pants and their backwards baseball caps. Because and they're just like fronting on people. They're stepping to them, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't, I don't want this. They're fronting on them. They're fronting on them. What's fronting? <laughs> That's like stepping to uh, right? you've called my bluff. <laughs> Just 
just gonna I've got nothing. Urban dictionary fronting. And then skip the obvious sexual Acting ones. like you are more or you have more than what really exists. Fronting. Okay. Fronting. To put up a facade or make appearances. Fronting on. Appear- appearances. Wait, what does fronting on mean? It's also fronting me off, which is probably I sexual. think that's sexual. <laughs> I, th- I think fronting on, it just means that there's, th- there's a subject to whom you are presenting as if you have more. Apparently fronting on means minding your own business. <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> Fronting on myself. Fronting me off is the act of embarrassing a person in front of other people. I think so. I think a lot of these are. Yeah, are I think I think they're stepping to them and going up yeah. on them and just causing general distress. Lots of frogs everywhere. And then the mummy gets his new body. Rick runs away and uh, he's like, I got to go find some cats, maybe. Or maybe like a cat wanders in and that's maybe his. OK, he is going to have a best friend cat now. The cat can't talk or anything. It's just like his best friend cat named Boom, named like Salem, named Leon or something. But not a puppet. Not no, not a puppet. Of course not. He's just a regular cat. The cat can't talk or anything. He's just his lifelong companion cat. Mm-hmm. And then what's the what does he name the cat? It's probably remember. It's probably he's an Egyptologist. Yeah, it's probably Bast. It's probably Bast. Bastet, one of the two. And he goes. And, and it's a lady goes, cat. It's a lady what's up, cat. Girl? He's like, girl, hey. So then she's the cat walks in, and then the, the the mummy's like, ah, and he runs away. And then 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 Rick's like, hey, thanks, cat. That's how Rick talks now. Yeah, he does the whole movie, <laughs> and it's not pleasant. He's uh ah uh, shoot all them frogs going up on our, people. Our, our producers are gonna push hard on us, and we have to stay strong. We they're gonna go up on us. And this <laughs> is Rick. This is Rick. Rick is from. Uh, I don't know. Tex- he's from he's from Backwater, USA. Backwater, USA. Uh, he's like, and he doesn't give a state. No one asked this. Oh golly, these frogs sure are a nuisance. Mm-hmm. And does he use old timey backwoods wisdom? Like a little bit of paprika makes the frogs go away. Yeah, <laughs> he just puts Windex on everything. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, okay. So, what's Evie doing this whole time? Like, Evie's got to be their resident. Like, she has guns. She has guns, but also books. Mm-hmm. And she's the opposite so, of clumsy now. Now she's very capable. Yeah. So the the whole cat task force is blown, and so then Rick goes. Rick stumbles upon Evie's excavation campsite, mm-hmm. and then the mummy is following him, and then she pulls out two guns and just. <laughs> She's just, just she's just a, she's a freelance mummy hunter because mummy hunting yes. is a thing that we've established. Mummy hunting is a thing and she's good at it. So maybe she maybe the, maybe Bast the cat leads her to Rick and she gets him out. Yes. And then she pulls out her guns, but the guns are full of of catnip instead of bullets. Ah, oh, just summoning cats. And just boo 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 and and he's just full of buckshot, but instead of buckshot it's catnip. And he doesn't like catnip. And all the wild Egypt cats, they start coming around. Oh, there's lots of wild Egypt cats for sure. So, and she says like, we've had them all for now, but we got to. Okay. So then they go back and they regroup. He comes back and he starts plaguing everyone. And then, mm-hmm. so in the original movie, they kill him by using the book of life. They make him mortal again. So then he can get stabbed. And I do want to point out the biblical curses do not work on cats. Biblical curses do not work on cats. That's why the cats can kill the frogs and everything. Yeah. So as long as you've got a cat with you, you are shielded. Well, the cat won't be affected. Oh, I thought, maybe, still get I thought maybe the cat had like a, a radius of shielding maybe. Like if a cat bonds with a person, you are shielded maybe. I think that would be too 
Because then why wouldn't they just all carry a cat all the time? Well, and they live do, their lives? but then he sends his followers to go get their cats. Like protecting your the followers cat. can Protec- take the cats away. Protecting your cat is but very But then when important. the follower picked up the cat, they would be cured. No, I can't. Uh, this is tough. Okay, yeah. This is this messy. All right, cats can't shield you. It's maybe, too neat of a bow, I think. Maybe, maybe, okay, maybe Brand, Rick, Rick's cat is very special and cures him of a plague at the very end when we think that all hope is lost because of his deep animal, his deep friendship with his cat. Okay, like Pokemon the movie. Like Pokemon the movie, exactly. Okay. All cats can't do this. Just his cat. Just his this cat. This cat is literally the only living thing he cares about in the world. They have such a deep friendship. Well, until he meets Eevee. Tilly meets Evie, but she's like nah. But maybe yeah, she's not down. Maybe we'll we'll establish something for that, and then we can take the relationship further in ep- in movie two. But it's not gonna be like it's not it's not gonna be. They're not just gonna meet and fall in love like they do in this first movie. Mm-mm. And then also, what's uh, what's the brother doing? Her brother Jonathan. He's he like her handler. He's I kind of like I we I I want to. He's like her manager. Him being like only worried about money, right? But he's her brother, so and she's a mummy hunter. So is he like maybe he wants? He's just the guy he, who takes all the. He like does the business on her behalf. He like takes the contracts and mm-hmm. stuff. And he's like the man in the. Is he, is he like her man he's in not the like a bad guy? No, but he's like just not noble. No, right? he's not noble. But he is in the end in the other movie. Like he is, but he's just okay. like also very much cares about money, and he's just he's very so he. He's like, the bounty's really going up. And then it's like, that's not what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. So then how do they kill the mummy? They throw a cat at him? At the, oh, he, no. They use the Book of Life. They got to go find the Book of they Life. Use the, they got to go find the Book of Life. They use it. They make him mortal again. And then they slew him. And then they, 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 they shove, they stab him with, they have to melt down Jonathan's gold to make a dagger. Ah, Jonathan, you poor boy. Yeah. And he's good. like, oh. And he, then he proves he's a good guy by doing that. That's good. And then the movie, and then credits. And then roll credits. And then roll credits. That's going to do And then it. scarabs start crawling from the bottom of the screen, and they start eating the credits. Oh. And there's the post credit scene. Oh. Yeah. Where? What happened, Scott? Ah, shit. The post credit scene. Well, the mummy, he unhinges his jaw, and uh, he's like, rah. And then, yeah. And, and then. But the then he's like, I'm a different mummy. I'm a different mummy. Yeah. Maybe like a scorpion crawls over his butt. Yes, and the scorpion has a tiny little crown on it. Yeah, and then Dwayne Johnson. We will. And get then Dwayne it says Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson will come back in the scorpion. Yeah, we, we, you can't not use Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, not when you're talking about the mummy franchise. No, we're talking about the Scorpion King. Okay, yeah, that'll do it. Um, that that's our movie. Do we want to do a food pairing for this? What food is the most like sand? Oh, ah. Uh, like that, that like Oreo crumble pudding, you know what I'm talking about? Baby bottle pops. <laughs> ba- but only oh, the powder. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's the other one where it's the stick? Fun, fun dip. dip. Fun dip. You're going to want to get I, some This fun is a choice. Dip. Fun dip or baby bottle pop? Well, obviously fun dip because I like eating those sticks. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, I like the sticks a lot. I think if given tasty. the chance, would you just eat the stick? Yeah. If somebody said, I've got... I ate the fun dip powder. I just have the stick. Do you want it? You'd say yeah. Yeah, I always just eat. Huh, I always right. ate the powder by itself, and then I would save the stick. I would just pour yeah. the powder in my mouth. Oh, see, I would eat the powder by itself and then just throw it away. <laughs> what? The stick is the best part. The stick is like intentionally a blank, flavorless. It's block. not flavorless. It just tastes like sugar. It's delicious, and the okay. texture. The texture, Frank. 
and then you're gonna i guess i mean are you just gonna drink mountain dew code do you use the stick to stir the fundip powder into the mountain dew oh shit what we call a dentist nightmare (laughs) yeah i guess that's what you do do you're gonna use i mean i are they gonna do mountain dew code red because of the blood water because of the blood the water turns to blood yes okay yeah, and then you're gonna dump that fun dip right into it, and then do whatever you want mm-hmm. with the stick. I and you're just gonna, yeah, you're just gonna ruin your mouth. Yeah, just ruin your mouth in the old dentist nightmare. All right, well that's gonna do it for us. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, this is we're back as you can see with a regular episode. Uh, if you like the show, please give us a good rating and review on iTunes or as they call it, Apple Podcasts. That helps us out so much. And uh, tell your friends if there's anybody you like uh, you'd like to you'd like to tell about this. And you could like tweet about us on social media, I guess. We don't have a hashtag, but we've got a Twitter. It's called Rebootleggers. So you know, find us there. Send us your tweets. Until next time, I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. And Frank, what's our password for next week? Our password for next week is oh, I'm out of catnip bullets. <laughs> <laughs>